Heavy Talk is back for another Friday episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to Heavy Talk. I'm your girl, Heavy. I am back from the episode of Heavy Talk, here to serve up some more straight talk no chaser. This is episode 19. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you subscribe. If this is your very first Heavy Talk episode, if you don't know what Heavy Talk is at all, if you don't know who I am at all, then you should head to my website, heavytalk.com. You can get a great idea of who I am, Heavy Charnice or Heavy. You can get a great idea of my blog, Heavy Talk. I have a self-care, mental health, lifestyle, just a black woman going through adulthood blog. Also have the Black Dot blog, if you care about black excellence, black history and heavy talk podcast which you're listening to right now so if you sound interested in any of those things if any of those things pique your interest then head to heavytalk.com you can also head to my personal website heavy charnice but if you already know what's up with heavy talk you don't heard this enough time so i'm already done with the intro let's get right into this episode i got a lot to talk about I can't go too much further without saying it is my birthday. It is July 2nd or whatever you're listening to this episode. This episode was first published on July 2nd. I am 22 years old. So I just want to first just give myself a little credit, give myself a little shout out because, you know, the devil is a lie. He tried to knock you, knock me off my game. He tried to throw trials and storms at me, but I weather everything. Me and God came out stronger, came out more powerful, came out beautifuler, if that's a word. So I'm just here to shout me out. Happy birthday to me. If you want to send me any birthday wishes, then just Head to a Heavy Talk on any social media platform and just say happy birthday. No matter when you listen to this episode, I'll always be thankful for the, for the wish. And the only gift that I could ever possibly want is just support Heavy Talk, support any of my brands. That's the only thing I want. I don't want anything material. I wouldn't be like, here's my cash out. I'm not that type of person. If anybody is, that's fine. Do you? It's just not me. The only thing I would ever want is just support. Just keep supporting Heavy Talk, my podcast, my blog, the Black Dot blog. Join my book club, Heavy Reads, and just watch out for your girl because I'm blowing up. But happy birthday to me. It is my year. 2021 is all me. You already know what time it is. You should already know what time it is. It is time for today's quote. Now, if you don't listen to Heavy Talk episodes, then I'll just catch you up really briefly. I like to give motivation, inspiration to my listeners and to anybody who read my blog posts, follow me on any social media platform. So on my podcast, each episode, I like to give a quote just to kick things off on a right note and get you in the right headspace. So... This quote, I actually tweeted this, so follow me on Twitter at Heavy Talk. The quote for today is, celebrate the growth and progress you've made. So the actual quote is, 
celebrate the growth and progress you made throughout the last 30 days because we are about to enter the month of July. So I wanted you to just think about all the growth that you've made over the last 30 days. Even if it may seem like small things, celebrate those small victories because those do count too. But it don't matter if you listen to this and you smack in the middle of the month. Celebrate those wins right now. Even if you just did something that you might seem like, oh, this don't matter. Celebrate that. Those wins do count too. Celebrate yourself. Oftentimes, we do not give give ourselves enough credit. So practice self-gratitude. Practice self-love. That doesn't always have to be going to buy yourself something. That could just be simply saying you're doing a good job. I'm proud of you. Keep up the good work. Sometimes we like to hear from other people, but it means the most if we just tell ourselves because we have a lot of inner conversations. We need to actually speak it out loud, even write it on paper. That's why I love affirmations. Write 10 times, I am beautiful, right? I am powerful, right? I am handsome. Whatever you need to hear to keep you going, to get you motivated, write it down. But the overall gist is, the quote is, celebrate yourself. You deserve it. And if you want other quotes, other motivation like that, make sure that you follow at Heavy Talk on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want the podcast buys and follow at Heavy Talk Podcast on Instagram. I want to start this conversation by first saying thank God, thank my God that I made it through this pandemic without ever catching COVID. I want to thank God that no one close to me especially my mama. You listen to these podcast episodes, you know I always shit on my mama, love her to death. Love you, mom. She never caught COVID. No one immediate close to us ever caught COVID. So that's just a miracle. I thank God for that. But I also want to offer my condolences to anyone who has lost someone due to COVID or if you yourself have gone through COVID, battled it, and came out on the other side. Just want to express my condolences, but also just be grateful that you are still here. But with that, that rolls right into the conversation of even though people have, quote unquote, made it through COVID, there are have been some reports of post effects from COVID, from the virus. So people who have had the virus are still dealing with difficulties. I know of cases where people who've never had asthma have caught the virus, now they have asthma or never had any type of breathing or respiratory issues, now they have breathing and respiratory issues. So just because someone made it through COVID, that don't mean that they're still not dealing with some type of post effects. I have heard that from a lot of people that they're still dealing with some type of breathing issues. That's been a very, very common thing. Also with the vaccine, even though the vaccine, that's a whole conversation in itself, I'm not one person to really get into asking people if they got the vaccine or not. I think that's a personal choice really to be asking people if they got it, maybe even what kind did they get. I just think that's very personal. That's like asking people how much they make. Now I've heard that you should ask people how much they make because you, I don't know, it's something I've seen on Twitter that if you work with someone, you should see 
or y'all should talk about that just to make sure that no one is getting lowballed, that the job is not undervaluing anyone. But I've always was raised that just some things are kept private and money and sex, you just keep very private. So I just don't talk about that. And sometimes medical, like you just keep things in the tuck. I think we now live in a in a generation or world where we just put everything out there, everything is just show and tell. People gotta know, you gotta share everything. Or one thing is just my number one pet peeve. People always have their phones out. Anytime you see something happening, someone always got their phone out. Like you can be watching something. Like I was watching a video, some emergency was happening. It was like a terrible crash. Someone needed help. And the first thing someone who walked up on the scene did not go for help, try to go help, see if everybody was okay. What can I do? Let me call 911. They went to their phones to start taking a video because all they want to do is catch a viral moment. They ain't want to try to help nobody. It's all about, I'm trying to show and tell. I'm trying to show what I just see. I'm trying to be the first to break the news. I'm trying to be number one. That is my number one pet peeve. It's all about showing, posting, people got to know, straight flexing. But anyways, off on a tangent, back to vaccine. I'm not going to get into what you should do if it's right. You shouldn't get the vaccine. You should get it. This the benefits. This the disadvantages. This number of people got it. This number, Joe Biden's goal is to have this many people vaccinated. I'm not about to do all of that. My conversation with the vaccine is, it's going to be a lot of changes. And I just think, it's just very strange. I'm a person. I just like to see how something or someone is going to affect the whole grand scheme of things. So how is this one thing going to affect the overall big picture? So I just see or I hypothesize how this vaccine, how this pandemic is going to affect the whole grand scheme of things. So with this vaccine, for one, you have to decide if you even want to get it or not. So there are different kinds. So you might be a person, you've heard that J&J got this going on allegedly, so I might not want to get this one. Or do you even have the access to get it? At one point, people were having trouble just finding places to get vaccinated. Now, might be more available. You might find more places that offer it. I know Uber has something set up where you can schedule a ride to go get vaccinated. I've never did it or I didn't do it, but I'm not sure exactly how it works, but I would imagine that um, they have your your location set and then they'll find the um, nearest center that offers vaccination shots. So that's great. If you need to get vaccinated, that might be something that you might want to look into going on Uber if you have the um, Uber app and seeing if you could possibly get that worked out. So trying to figure out if I want to get it, where can I actually get it? Okay. Then dealing with the side effects of it. I have heard that some people have had side effects. Some people have not. Do you need people to watch you, take care of you? Is this going to have any side effects with any medicine that you're currently on? I'm not trying to go to doctor, doctor, but you know, I got to kind of lay it out a little bit. So these are concerns too. I know um, I was watching Ari Lennox's Instagram live. I don't usually 
even watch people Instagram lives. I just, I don't know why, but I just typically don't. But something just drew me to hers this one day. So I clicked on it and she was literally asking the people who were tuned in, should I get vaccinated? So she asked that and people were just in a comment, just offering their opinion. Yes, no, I got it. I didn't get it. And then she just said herself that her friend or someone close to her lost their taste or haven't been able to have their, their same taste buds since getting vaccinated. And in the comments, there were people that were saying since getting vaccinated, they didn't really have their same taste. They couldn't taste things the same. Bit alarm. If I get vaccinated, stuff going to be tasting like metal. I'm not going to have my taste, but if you think about getting vaccinated, there might be a dead giveaway. So people do have genuine concerns about getting vaccinated. I think that because everyone is so gung-ho trying to be outside, trying to get back to quote-unquote normalcy that we all think that the vaccine is an in-all, be-all solution, that anyone who is somewhat against it or might have any concerns, they get a no, they're crazy, they get vetoed, they get canceled, we won't even try to consider it. But some people do have valid concerns. There have been some cases, some articles, some things that have been a bit different, a bit strange. So if someone expresses that they might not want to get vaccinated or have concerns about getting vaccinated, just be careful with their with their opinion, with their concerns, with their thoughts. Also, if you ain't learned nothing else from this little vaccine chat, mind your business. Don't be asking people, did you get vaccinated? I just think that is very, very personal. It's the summer. We out here, we traveling, big flights, big yachts, big trains, big boats, big cars, road trips, all of that. But if you want to be taking these trips, at least out the country, to some places, if they're even letting Americans in, you might have to show proof that you're vaccinated. If going forward, you have to show proof, how are we going to feel about that? So I was saying, with the vaccine, you might have a choice. Do I want to get it? Do I not want to get it? In some cases, you might not have a choice at all. If you want to travel you really want to go there, you might just have to get it, period. Now, if you want to be sneaky and submit like fake vaccine proof or like a fake vaccine verification and you get locked up in jail in another country, I would just hate to see it. I would hate to be you. I did read some cases. I'll try to share some articles. One I seen in particular, it was some type of star from some show that I watch. Her and her boo, um, she was trying to go see her boo in some country for some type of tournament he was in. And this was like early on in the pandemic. So she had to have first a negative COVID test. And second, she had to quarantine once she got there. So once she got there, the girl did not quarantine. Instead, she went right to the resort, right to the trip or where her boo was somehow the people's authorities in that country found out and the girl locked up went to jail. And it wasn't just like no 10 days. She was in jail for like 30, 60 days. So it ain't no joke, especially when you're going overseas. You don't know what these people's laws are, if your peoples can come and get you. So you just want to be safe. So just keep that in mind when you travel in. 
Do you need any type of verification, any type of vaccine proof, anything at all? Also, you might not have a choice. That's another big thing with the vaccine. You might not have a choice at all. It might not be a, do I want to get it? Do I not want to get it? In San Francisco, all city employees will be required to be vaccinated unless there are two exemptions, medical or religious. So if you live in San Francisco and you're a city employee, you're going to be required. So that's a big thing. Now, that's a big issue, too. Some people feel like we shouldn't be required to even be vaccinated. That's not right. But I also have heard a counter argument, with, which is even going to grammar school, elementary school, you had to have some type of shots. Those were required. And that is true. I remember you had to go to the doctor, get the shot, show your medical office nurse. Someone had to show that you had these shots. They had to know. You had to show proof. So that is true now. We in a different time. But for those people that are saying we shouldn't have to show proof, it shouldn't be required, some shots are required. So just make it a COVID issue. Don't make it a shot shouldn't be required issue. Vaccine shouldn't be required issue because some vaccines are required to be in school, to be period. So at work, if you want to be in a dorm, it's required. So if that's your argument, I don't know. It's a counter to that. It's a rebuttal to that. So that's not exactly true. But I definitely did think that San Francisco requiring all city employees to be vaccinated was just a little, a little wild. But I'm just glad I'm not living there. I don't know how I would go about that because it's really leaving you no choice. I mean, either you're going to get vaccinated and if you don't have any type of exemptions, you're going to be unemployed. So no one wants to be unemployed, not working. So I guess you would just have to go and get vaccinated. So that would just be sad. But California seems to be trying to do all they can to curve COVID since they were hit really bad by it early in the pandemic. They also announced that they will be doing electronic vaccine verification. So it won't be required, thankfully, but they will create some type of database, some, some type of systems where residents can show that they're vaccinated electronically. So information will be coming forth on that. It was just announced by their governor. So a lot of details aren't there. The actual database isn't made yet, or they haven't said that it's made yet, but that is some news that I did read. There will be electronic vaccine verification in Cali. So Cali is not playing with COVID. They not having it, uh -uh, not at all. Students that's gonna be on campus and dorms at these parties, at these activities should be vaccinated. So I completely get that as a college student, of course, my illustrious North Carolina auntie, Aggie Pride. I know how it'd be on campus. It'd be a lot going on, a lot of function, a lot of people. It makes sense. Now, from the standpoint of a college student, this is my right. I'm paying my tuition. I'm paying the money. You know, I'm an adult. I should have the right to be able to say if I want to be vaccinated or not. That's it. That's the only thing. It should be my choice. That's why I said it should be an advisement. Like students should be advised to be vaccinated, not 
Students should be required to be vaccinated. It's simple word choice. So think about college students all the time. I say a lot of times we forget the college kids be going through it. So just like the San Francisco employees, some college students soon may be forced to choose. Do I want to be vaccinated? Or if I don't want to be, if for some reason I can't be medical, religious, can I even go back to school? Or another argument, do I feel safe? So maybe I'm going to be in a dorm if my college does not require it. Maybe I'm in a dorm and one person is vaccinated, one person is not. How is that going to be now? If we're going with the mind your business personal, you might not ask them and you might not never know if they don't share, if y'all don't ever talk about, hey, I got it, hey, I didn't. But there might be a, you know, subconscious inner concern, inner thought like, hey, I wonder, am I going to get COVID? Or maybe your roommate or your someone that you stay with is just out here just living, just at every function and you don't know if they got a mask on, if they even wearing a mask. You don't know if they with 10,000 people every night, every day. You don't, know, you don't know if they're being safe. And you out here being safe with your mask on, hand sanitizer, all of that, washing your hands. But they're out here doing opposite. You could get COVID even if you're being safe and they're not. So that's a concern too. That's rolling into the worker shortage. Some college students might find themselves in a similar predicament as San Francisco employees. So some universities have announced that vaccines will be required going forward for this upcoming academic school year. Now, I can understand how this will make sense saying that students not be required but students should be advised to be vaccinated. I wouldn't say required, but should be vaccinated. It should be an advisement because most states have stopped with the phases. They're at full capacity. So events, 100% books, we back at festivals. We finna have what's it called, rolling loud. You know, so if, if we doing stuff like that, and it's not going to be no more six feet people all up in your grill, then we have to be vaccinated. So I completely get that. If lately you've went somewhere and there was a sign on the door that said, have patience, we're short staff. A lot of people don't want to work here, AKA we're not paying people fairly. We're not really giving people job support, job opportunities, fair wages, all of those things. Have patience. It's going to take 45 extra minutes for your order, for your food, for you to leave this store, for you to leave this restaurant. If you've been wondering what's that about or if you've been seeing those signs, that is because there is a global nationwide worker shortage in the United States. So, you know, I always like to provide stats, not just opinions. In April, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, there were 9.3 million, not hundred, not thousand, million. There were 9.3 million job openings. Do you hear me? 9.3 million. Now, there's been a lot of speculation about why there's been so many job openings, 
Why is there a big worker shortage? Why aren't people going to work? People have a lot of different opinions. People will always have a lot of different things to say. I think that, of course, like I always say, you're always going to find those people who are going to try to beat the system, who are going to try to find any way out, who are going to try to cash in. Like I like to say, like the kids like to say, finesse. You're going to always find people who are going to try to finesse. So, of course, there are people who are cashing in on unemployment benefits, all the benefits that the government has been issuing or offering. Of course, you have those people who have been cashing in, of course. Also, you have those people who are getting unemployment but are simply choosing to not suffer and work at a job that's one that they hate is a job that they don't want to do, that they're not passionate about, that's not in their preferred career field, that's tiring them, that's wearing them out. So they rather not work there and get unemployment. I think that that makes a lot of sense. But you have those people and you have that one argument that's saying people aren't going to work and there's a big worker shortage because of the government is offering people too many benefits. People are being lazy. They don't want to work because they just getting free handouts because the government is offering, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's like a 300 plus weekly benefit. I know some states have stopped that, but some states are still offering it. So some people have been getting bank. Some people have been getting that back this whole pandemic. With they PPP scams, no offense to nobody. People been been making money, so they don't want to work because why am I finna stress myself out at this job, this place? I don't want to be with these people I don't like, somewhere I'm not passionate about. When I can maybe wait, take time to plan for a career that I really want to be in. So yeah, I would choose that rather than keep working at this job. So. If you go somewhere and you keep wondering why you keep seeing these signs, it's because we're in a nationwide worker shortage. There have been many different groups that have been started to deal with this. America Works is one that's been started by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. They're working towards trying to find some different government aids to get this to stop, to find people more jobs. Because if people are out of jobs, that means that businesses are short-staffed. That means that people are unemployed and don't have money. So that's never good full circles. I just want to talk about the worker shortage because I've been seeing a lot about that in the news. And I think that, uh, like always, people are just going to cancel it out, just find reasons to not show people more empathy or not show people kindness or just be try to figure out what they really could have going on. So... It's not that people are being lazy. Of course, some people are. Like I said, those people who are always going to cash in. But some people really are going through stuff. You might not want to work at a dead-end job. Or another case, some people might not have childcare. That's a big thing. You might not have somewhere to even send your child. So you might not be able to go to work because where are you going to take your kid? Like That's a real-life scenario. I don't have nowhere to take my kid. Or daycares might be open, but you might not feel safe yet. Some kids still cannot get vaccinated, still might not be safe here. You might not feel safe about it yet. So you might not want to take your kid to a daycare yet. Those can be real things. You yourself, you might be scared of the pandemic. You might be scared of going back to work, being around people. You might be scared of getting a Rona. So these are all real things. So 
like always, be kind, show people empathy. You don't know what people got going on. We still dealing with COVID, the whole point of this episode. Even though we're in post-COVID, this is affecting the grand scheme of things. Looking down the line, looking forward years from now, when we're looking back at 2020, 2021, what are we going to say? What are the history books going to say? What are the newspapers going to say? What you going to tell your kids? What you going to tell your grandkids? What you going to tell your nieces and nephews? What you going to say about these times? Because these times are definitely going to be in the history books. As a historian, as a writer, hopefully I will be the ones writing those history books or writing a book that you're reading. But we're definitely going to be talking about this pandemic, the social movement, everything that's been happening, President Trump, everything is going to be in the books. Like I said, affecting the grand scheme of things. This pandemic, we're going to be talking about the pandemic effect. Like going forward, how are we going to see like, oh, the pandemic definitely changed this. We couldn't see it before, but yeah, we could definitely see how yeah, this impacted this. If this would have never happened, would never been like this. Like one angle, education, school, kids, students have missed key areas, key days, key key labs, all of those things. Some grades are key, like first grade, maybe kindergarten. I could maybe name. I'm not a teacher at this moment. Um, I know in high school, whatever year that you take ACT, SAT, that's a key year. So some students have missed key years, even if it's not um, maybe a test or a lab or a class, you've missed graduation or prom or a big event. You're going to forever be impacted by that. You're going to forever feel that. Getting back to education, I was thinking about like our doctors that was a key year that they missed. How is that going to impact down the line the doctors or the nurses that's in a hospital? Like, how is this going to turn out? I don't care, even lawyers. Are we going to have people out here who kind of maybe, maybe missed a key lesson because during the pandemic year, it was rough? I know going back to maybe government, clerical areas, maybe some stuff that had passed, Maybe it's about to catch up. Like maybe the government gave 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 relief, rent relief, so you didn't have to pay your bills for maybe 12 months. So you was just out here spending money. Now they finna come for the money and now you finna be back in rent or you finna be forever in a hole because you, they gave you a 12-month break, but you didn't save. So now you all the way backed up. Affecting the whole grand scheme of things. Do we see it? Because I see it. I see some things like education. Did some students miss key year, key, key years? Or it's just been one year, a key year, or key information, a key class because it just wasn't there. Or the class was there, but it just wasn't how it would have been had we not been in a pandemic or had we been in in-person, in-person life. I don't know, y'all. Before we wrap up this episode, it is time for my favorite segment. It is time for things that had me like, what? 
So I'm going to share some things I've seen, read, and heard throughout the week that just had me like WTF. What's going on? Why is this news? Why isn't this news? Why are we talking about this? Why aren't we talking about this? That's what you're going to get. WTF. Please remember, not everything is bad. Some things are good. Okay? Let's get into it. Since this whole episode was COVID-related, let's stay with the COVID. My very first thing that had me like WTF, Japan in state of emergency. COVID-19 state of emergency ahead of Tokyo Olympics. Now, as you know, Tokyo Olympics is about to start. Me personally, love the Olympics, love watching it. Don't really matter which sport it is, I'm still going to watch. I love it. I don't really be rooting for a country in particular. I just love seeing athletes just do great, perform, shine, work at their craft. So I love it. But my problem is, similar to when, another thing that had me like WTF, when the CDC said, y'all don't got to wear masks, y'all can take y'all mask off. It just does not make sense. We're that close to being back at COVID. We're that close to being back at surging cases, to being back on lockdown. Some places like India, still locked down, still going through it, still having millions, hundreds dying, still have limited access to vaccines. Some places still don't have access to vaccines. It's still bad. So be very careful. Be very cautious. Like, let's not sprint. Let's walk. Okay? It's no need to be in a rush. Next thing that had me like WTF. Now, this is just going to wrap it up. I already talked about this, but I just want to end this on the worker strike. And for those people who are out here, I've just seen people just just being just kind of mean, calling people lazy, just calling people just that they're not trying, people don't want to work. So the lack of empathy, the lack of sympathy has me like WTF. I thought we was fake being woke, fake caring about mental health. If that's the case, we gotta care about the fact that people might not want to work at dead-end jobs or jobs that they're not passionate about. I'm sorry if that impacts your run to Starbucks, your run to get a coffee, a burger, to the store. Sorry if that impacts your daily life. But some people is trying to get right, and where they was was not right. So have empathy, be kind. Before you just speak rationally, please remember, you never know what someone else got going on. You never, never want to speak on somebody else until you walk a day in their shoes. That's it for things that had me like what. If you want to share some things that had you like what, make sure you follow at Heavy Talk on Twitter because that's the main place where I share my things that had me like what tweets. I do share them at Heavy Talk Podcast Facebook page, but mostly I'm on Instagram with it. So follow at Heavy Talk on Instagram and share things that had you like what, because I just really be like, WTF is y'all thinking.
that wraps up this episode of Heavy Talk. I'm your girl, Heavy. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was episode 19, my birthday episode. I just want to say thank you for all the support. I really, really do appreciate it. It's been a long journey, but I hope you guys can see I'm back at it. I'm consistent. I'm out here with the content. If you are just tuned in with the podcast, you are missing out because I make way more content than that. Like I said, I have my blog post. If you like self-care, if you're trying to get in tune with self-care, if you're trying to take care of your mind, if you care about mental health, if you like sports, if you're a sports head like me, we got playoffs talk. If you like Black excellence, Black history, check out the Black Dot blog. If you're a book lover, you might be trying to get into books. You don't know what you want to read. You just want to meet new people and then join my book club. Like I said, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm your girl, Heavy. You can also call me Heavy Charnice. This was Heavy Talk. Make sure that you support. Like I said, the only birthday thing you can give me, birthday gift you can give me, is support to support all of my platforms. Please be safe. And if you already up to date with Heavy Talk episodes, you know what I'm about to say. Black Lives Matter. I'm rooting for everybody that is Black. Rest in peace to anybody who has lost their lives to gun violence. Rest in peace to anybody who's lost their lives to COVID. Prayers out with you. My condolences. Be safe. I'm rooting for everybody that is Black. Happy 4th of July, if I don't get a chance to say that before the next episode. Be safe, and I'm out.